0: podcast studios this, this is the award-winning after nine with scott and kat
1: wait nope not yet first the music <sighs> there it is now go ahead and say it
0: happy mother fucking friday
1: hmm. you're putting more and more effort into that every week <laughs>
0: At a certain point, I'm just going to be like, guys, fuck
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy motherfucking Friday. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: know.
1: You should <laughs> You should just record it and like sell it as a ringtone in the iTunes store or something like that.
0: Imagine that goes off at Walmart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dave Blizzard joins us on a Friday. Dave, how you doing? I am ready for this weekend. Oh, fuck. I, t- even this morning was a hell of a week. I mean, mm-hmm. this has been a long one, but next week? Short week, Friday's a holiday, and it's one of those holidays where almost everything is closed, so most people have it off. Great. Mm -hmm. Good. We need it. Um, Let's start off with this. The head of Ontario's Scientific Advisory Task Force, Dr. Peter Juni, who is also from the U of T, says Ontario needs new restrictions to stop the spread of the variants he says the province needs to impose measures similar to the shutdown last year to control the variants before the vaccination effort oh, is complete. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sorry. Fuck off,
2: Peter Juni. Fuck you. Can I just say <laughs> it's not what I want to hear? But I'm still in the camp of believe a doctor. So believe
0: every doctor though. Every single one that opens their mouth and has something to say and you know might have an agenda at the back of their head, they're still also humans.
2: Sure, but where do we arbitrarily decide which ones we believe and which ones we don't? Then we fall into that territory of, well, as long as they agree with me, I think they're right. Nobody's looking to learn anything. You're just looking to be told you're right. Well, go ahead, Kat.
0: I'm just thinking, and look, they're not in politics, right? They are not politicians. And obviously... Because this is
1: unpopular. This is
0: what I'm saying. It's like they don't, they're not thinking about, I understand they're thinking about what they should be thinking about, the variance and the spread and how we're still in a rough spot. But you're not thinking about how it impacts everybody. And for me, I understand this, how this is going to sound to some people. But at a certain point, keeping things open and taking a small hit on the numbers, I think is better for all of us than locking down completely all over again. People are not going to do it. I can tell you, People are not going to do it. They're over it.
2: Well, I mean, whether you're over it or not doesn't change whether it goes away or stays. You know, I'm over it. I, listen, I am too. I am so over it. I'm so tired of this. However,
1: it's not going to go away just because I'm tired of it. Yeah. Okay. You know? But Dave, think of it this way. Toronto and Peel have been in lockdown. Lockdown. grade level as high as we go, essentially, since November. And consistently, every single day, they are the two worst spots for new COVID cases. They're also the two worst spots for hospitalizations. Is there anything to the fact that if they actually loosen some restrictions, told people, hey, you know how to protect yourself. Quick reminder, wash your hands, wear your mask, that sort of shit. But go on your way and live your life. Is there any chance that if they did that, maybe some of these gatherings and the places that are becoming super spreaders wouldn't be as taboo and people would be a little more noticeable, i.e. you reward them with freedom and they reward us back by not catching COVID. (laughs) You just swatted away with a fly swatter? Well, I mean, we know how to protect ourselves. I mean, that we definitely know. If you wear a mask and you stay six feet away and you wash your hands and do all the stuff they told us to do, it's highly unlikely that you'll catch COVID. Well, there's also the one thing that you have to throw in there, too, when
2: considering all those numbers is the density of the population area. Like you take Toronto, for example, in southern Ontario, it's the most populated area in Canada. There's more people. So there's likely going to be more transmission. There's likely going to be more cases that pop up because
1: there's more people here. Yeah, but it's not like people are standing on top of each other. Well, they're closer than any other place in the country, though. Okay. I mean, I live in Milton and we've got uh, in a relatively small area compared to Toronto We've still got over 100,000 people. I mean, that's fairly dense. I have hundreds of people right here in my neighborhood. I haven't caught COVID. Most of the people in Toronto haven't caught COVID. I have to think that the people who did catch COVID did something contrary to what the rules were or the advice that we were given by the doctors. I just think that there's a rebellion going on and everything is being kept fairly low key because nobody wants one of those stupid $800 tickets. So it's more like, uh, yeah, I, we can get together this weekend. Just keep it low key. Keep it the, chill.
2: The most dangerous part of it, though, is the dismissal of the seriousness of it, right? Is It's people don't want it to be serious. So they just try their best to downplay whatever a doctor tells you or, you know, scientific research. This isn't an opinion that came out of this, this is they research this. You know, Uh,
0: like the way that I see it, though, is I don't want to see another lockdown because all of the options for those who are worried about catching it, for those who are actually nervous and hearing this, maybe they are are susceptible. They have um, other underlying health conditions, whatever it might be. Older, don't, not vaccinated yet, nervous. There are options for those people, though. Is there nothing to be said there? We have created this world that we live in now where there are options where you do not have to make personal contact. Those who choose to do it, do it at their own risk. And I understand also, I'm not saying that we all just get out, and do our thing, and mask off. Not what I'm saying at all. We still do all the things that we should be doing. We don't want to overwhelm the our our, our hospitals, first and foremost. But there's still those options available to those people, so why can we not just at least keep and I don't care if it's a red control whatever it might be keep those things open so that we can at least keep businesses running because the way that we're the way that we're going now if you lock down again man it's going to be horrible it's going to be terrible for people people's livelihoods will all get hit with this too so you got to find some kind of balance there and again the doctors are looking at one side because that's their job to do that's that's what they should be doing they should be looking at the medicine of it and and the way that the variants are but they're not looking at both things. Whereas a politician might side more with people or might try to find a balance between the two. And I think key is finding a balance between the two, which means not completely shutting down and not fully opening up. I think the balance lies somewhere in the middle. But if you lock down, it's going to be trouble.
2: That's a good point. I mean, science doesn't really take your feelings into consideration, Mm -mm. right? And when you make a decision on what to do next with the population, there has to be a combination of those two things. There has to be some personal connection. There has to be some science involved in it as well. But the dangerous thing is when you dismiss the science because the personal side feels too real.
0: Yeah, you're thinking like harsh one way, way too on one side because there are yeah. those people. They're yep. on oh, one yeah. side. They don't care what you say. They're pro this or anti that and that's that. I get it. I think we all need to understand that there's got to be a balance here. And unfortunately, not everybody does understand that or want to live by it. So that is where it gets a little bit dangerous. Absolutely. I f- But those are the same people who've been breaking the rules since day one, though.
1: I feel like it's coming to a showdown. I think Doug has done his best to take the doctor's advice. And I have no doubt that there's been some compromise behind the scenes. But I think Doug is sick of getting shit on. And I don't think he's going to do it. I really don't see a third lockdown coming. And if there is a third lockdown, I don't see most people doing it. But what would be wrong, Dave, with this now that we are at the point we're at, Vaccines are going in arms at roughly 150,000 shots a day. Now, that's going to take a while to get everybody done, but at least the most vulnerable are done. If there needs to be a third lockdown and we know that the older people and those in congregate living settings are at the most risk, why don't we lock them down? Why don't we tell everybody, you know what, if you're 50 plus, it's you should stay home. That's all there is to it. Everybody else. uh, Let's get back to life here.
2: Well, here's okay. Here's part of that problem, then. Everyone's connected, though. Like, you might have somebody that is a, you know, somebody who's more susceptible or somebody who has an underlying condition in your life, and you inadvertently bring that to them. It may not affect you the way that it affects them. And you've got, okay, so let's lock down the people who are most vulnerable, okay? But they're still Only for ha-
1: two, three weeks until they get their shot. But and they'll be done in two to three weeks.
2: And they're still going to have contact, though, with other people. It's not going to disappear, though. That's, that's the thing. And then there's also a ton of people who don't know... That they're susceptible. They don't know that they have uh, either an underlying condition that that is going to affect them. Maybe they don't know they're diabetic. Maybe they don't know they've got something going on in their body. And then all of a sudden, oh, I didn't think I was susceptible to it. Now I am. There's far too many different little pieces to consider in all this. It's it's unfortunate because I get the stress. I totally get it. I don't want a lockdown. I want all of this to be done and over with. But Man, it, it's, it makes it so much harder when we just, we try to argue with facts. We try to argue with science. And I'm not saying every scientist is right, but I'll tell you right now, they know more than I do, and they know more than you do. And No, they don't. They might
1: know more than you do. That's
2: it. Though. That's all I'm conceding to. <laughs> the only thing I really took away from science in high school was to wear goggles whenever you're playing with a Bunsen burner. And that's, that's, that's it. Um And listen, I, I go to a doctor when I need help with something medical and I believe, I believe doctors. I don't know. Am I, am I naive to believe that a professional who has studied this for way longer than I have ever Dave, knows better than I me? think
0: that it's not about believing the doctors. It's not about that. They're absolutely qualified. But I'm just going to say again, it's about them looking at it through this microscope and focused on this one thing when there's actually a million other things happening simultaneously to this virus and the people's mental health are being impacted children are being impacted there's so many people being impacted by this is it too much negativity over here to really just be focusing on a little bit of negativity over there and i'm not saying deaths are nothing like i don't want to seem cold-hearted here about the whole thing but when you look at the big picture overall We need to find more balance. I'm not going to listen to a doctor just because they say, oh, the variant, everything should shut down. Like, well, it impacts this, 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 and this. But you don't give a shit about that. You're just focused on this. That's all.
1: I would like to say that one of the great things about doctors is there are many of them. And when we do go to our doctor and get a diagnosis, we're always more than welcome to go and get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. And frankly, after a year with no improvement, zero. Toronto and Peel are still the worst places in the province, and they have been basically since day one. Who's in charge? Dr. Eileen DeVilla and Dr. Lawrence Lowe. Maybe it's time to get a second opinion on those two areas. Maybe it's time for Eileen to hand in her resignation and let somebody else have a crack at Toronto with a new idea, a new treatment option, a new therapy for the city, a new vision for how we can come out of this pandemic. Because I'm sorry, but Weathermen have a better success rating than she does as the head of Toronto Public Health. It's a fact. They've been the worst since the beginning of the pandemic. Every single day. And yeah, I know they have more people. It doesn't change the fact they've been in lockdown since November. How can you possibly look at your your citizens in the face and say, oh, yeah, it's going to be a fine. It's going to be fine. I know you've been locked down for four months now. We're probably going to have to lock you down even harder, though, for a couple more. I just don't understand how they think the public is just going to say, all right, that's what Dr. Davila says. And same thing in Brampton. Well, sorry, Peel in general. I don't understand how Dr. Lawrence Lowe can, with a straight face, come out there and say, "Mm, yeah, well, we're going to have to get harder on the restrictions. You've been hard on the restrictions for months, and it didn't do anything. It's time for a second opinion, doctor. And I
2: I hear what you're saying on that. And I I think what this comes back to is that, that place where people think they need to be told they're right with all of this. A second opinion is, if you don't believe the first person, that's usually what you go for, is a second opinion and if the second opinion is vastly different than the first one and it lines up more with what you believe I say the same thing about politics all the time right you you believe the truth to be what you already believe it to be and if somebody says they agree with you then that's your source now and you go yeah you see i was right we're we're more it, we seem more likely to be happy being told we're right than being told we were wrong and here's what's actually going on that's why there's so much resistance to uh, you know, oh, no, 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 that's not what I believe, so that can't be what it is. But we're not experts. we are no know-nothing, know-it-alls. That's what we are.
1: I don't know. I think we've all learned a lot over the last year, and, and I'll just give you a prime example. You've got Davila there and Lawrence Lowe over there, and, and they're both saying hardcore, like, let's get fucking strict on this shit, blah, blah, blah. What's wrong with kids playing soccer? Outdoor, distanced, in a field. What's wrong with kids playing outdoor sports right now? Uh, We've got uh, Dr. Isaac Bogosh. He's part of Ontario's vaccine rollout. You can see him 15 times a day on CP24 and various other networks. Uh, It's amazing that there's any doctors in hospitals because they all seem to be on TV. But Isaac is one who's out there front and center, and he has been since day one. Even he's saying doing things outdoors is far, far more safe than things indoors. And given how safe it is, there's probably not a reason to keep the kids under lockdown. Why can't they go out and play baseball? Why can't they play soccer? Here's the reason why. It's been winter. Nobody's playing baseball
2: in winter. Look at what happened last summer. People were out playing all over the place. It was 19 yeah. degrees yesterday. Yeah, but there's a snert pile outside of the radio station. Mm-hmm. There's still snow and dirt and a mess, and people aren't playing baseball right now. There's no organized leagues doing all that stuff. I agree. I think it's let's go outside. Let's get some. Let's get some fresh air. And there are leagues that are doing that for the summer, and they're getting mm-hmm. those things back in play. But as of right now, you can't
1: you you can't do it outside. I just don't understand why. I mean, can we not just go back and start over again with this list of restrictions and say, okay, you know what? We've learned and common sense has to prevail here. And it's perfectly safe or reasonably safe for kids to be out playing uh, Timbit soccer again. It's reasonably safe for kids to go out and play United Lacrosse League Lacrosse. You know, I mean, there's so many different ways that we could make this easier and more palatable for the average person who's feeling like there's no end in sight here. And that's the biggest miscalculation by public health here is they didn't take into account that there's going to be a point soon where the public's going to say, get the fuck out of here. And the public's at that point now when we can see vaccines going into arms. Now, I know we can also see the numbers going up. That's for a lot of different reasons, but we know the end is close. We just got to get through until those vaccines are here. And if you want us to participate in the whole don't see your family at Easter because, you know, that shit's coming next Mm -hmm. week. Don't get together with your old people. Fuck that. Zoom Easter this year. That bullshit is going to ramp up like crazy starting this weekend. You know, it is. If you expect people to do that sort of thing, then you got to throw them a bone and let them do some of the things that we know are safe.
2: Isn't that what they're doing, though, by allowing more restaurants to be open up and increasing capacity because they haven't been able to trace back a lot of things to those things? Do you think maybe, and I'm throwing this out here hypothetical, but do you think people are, maybe they're asking for too much In, in, in the sense of like we're not, like we all say we want this to be over with. We all say what we want, we want this to be done and we don't want any more of it in our lives you just said we're pretty close to the end at least it feels that we can you can see it maybe a blurry you know finish line but we can still see it so isn't this the time for us to all pull up our pants and tie our shoes a little tighter and get to get work together to get through this rather than saying oh no you know i'm just fed up at this point you don't give up on a on a mile-long race three quarters through the, the race you don't just say oh i ran enough i ran you know enough. What?
1: the problem is they've kept moving the finish line though dave they have been since yeah. day one. The goalpost has been moved more times than I can imagine. Uh, the province is Lucy, and we're all Charlie Brown trying to kick the goddamn football. And they maybe keep pulling it it away a little bit of us.
0: rebellion, though. I mean, today's point: there's absolutely a lot of rebellion. It's not sure. necessarily fair a lot the the way that people are talking. I know, even I, myself, I'm guilty of thinking like. Oh, like, fuck it, I'm still going to get together outdoors with my friends, even if they say by June we can't. Like, I'm still going to do it. You know, in the back of my mind, of course I'm doing that. So there is, of course, a little bit of rebellion that goes along with it. But I think it's interesting. We're finding out re- in real time, like, this is all happening in real time. We're finding out how humans react to something like this. It's basically an experiment that's not actually an experiment. And we're all trying to figure out how we act as humans. And some of us are acting poorly. Some of us are acting very responsively. Some of us maybe are somewhere in the middle but it, it none of us really know the right way to deal with it because this is brand new to all of us
2: and all the new information that comes into with variants and constant all that other stuff too. right and, and it's and,
0: constant yeah. and it's daily and it changes uh, from one, one day to the next. So I don't blame people for being a little bit uh, crazy about the, like, going a little bit nuts about the whole thing and reacting the way that they're reacting. We have to cut ourselves some slack. I like Scott's, are only human.
2: Yeah, and I like Scott's analogy of the goalposts moving and Lucy mm-hmm. pulling the football up. Here's the thing. It's not just the goalposts moving. We're in a snow globe that keeps getting shaken up. Mm-hmm. Everything's going wild mm-hmm. and weird and, and left and right, and
1: we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So well, it, it's not just it, you know, that the, the goalposts are moving. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, Listen, Toronto restaurants, for example, they just threw him a bone last week and said, oh, you can allow outdoor dining. But like Dave just said, there's snert everywhere. I mean, fuck. (laughs) Give me a break. It's going to be, what, four degrees this weekend? Four? Not You want us to sit outside on a patio? Fuck off. So listen, I mean... Let's just maybe we got to go back to square one here. If Eileen's not going to give up her her plum position there as the chief medical officer of Toronto and her three hundred thirty three thousand dollar a year salary. okay, I guess that's up to Eileen because I don't think anybody's going to fire her right now. But let's talk about what works and what doesn't work. Cases are still going up. The restaurants have been closed since November. Open up the goddamn restaurants. Let's do it. I mean, enough's enough. Go ahead, put a cap on it, just like it is in the red zone, but open up the restaurants. And you know what? As far as the uh, outdoor sports are concerned, if you want to say it's not safe to be playing ice hockey right now, guys. okay, people could probably live with that if you compromise and say, but if you want to go outside and play ball hockey, cool, no problem. Just use some common sense measures. That's the sort of reasonableness that's going to get us through if you keep drawing this firm line in the sand and threatening more restrictions, people are going to get more and more and more rebellious. It's like, nobody's considering the human factor in all of this. And every day I wake up and wonder what does Sean Desmond think of all this? And you're going to find out (laughs) next week when Sean Desmond joins us right here on the after nine podcast. (laughs) A lot of questions asked Sean Sean Desmond. Actually, you know what? Sean's been really good throughout the whole pandemic. I mean, his social media is, uh, it's a ball of fire and he asks some very common sense questions too. Well, and, so, and
0: not afraid to ask the questions that people are asking. And let's be let's be honest, when you have a little bit of a spotlight on you there, like Sean does, like we do even, I think a lot of people are afraid to ask those questions. Sure. Um, and he's been one of those people speaking out and saying, can we just question it is all it is. Um, and we're still trying to nail down a date, by the way, but we'll let you guys know by Monday, I think, when that'll happen.
2: Can I just throw one last point onto that then? I, I, I'm okay with people questioning things, but if you don't understand the answer... That's okay, you don't mm-hmm. understand the answer, but don't pretend that the answer is not good enough because you don't understand it. You can ask questions about things you don't understand. That's okay, but just don't get mad when you don't understand.
1: Right. All right. Sure. We'll give you the last word on that one, Dave. Thank you. You are a former employee of Taco Bell. Yeah.
0: You used. To, wait a minute. You used to work at Taco Bell. I
1: did. Yeah. You did not know In one this. of my first How jobs. Long?
0: How long were you there for?
1: I think I worked
2: there for a couple of years. Okay. Yeah.
1: Didn't you at one point reach assistant manager status?
2: Um, close to it. Yeah. I was assistant to the assistant manager.
1: <laughs> oh, were you a key holder by chance? <laughs> uh, I think at one point I might have been like a shift manager. Mm-hmm. I, I'm to, it's been a while. Yeah. Ladies what and I'm gentlemen, he's a big deal. And you should follow him on social media <laughs> at Dave Blizzard, former part-time key holder at a Taco Bell in Brampton. <laughs> former. also very high up the chain in loss prevention at zeller's at one point too that is correct
0: that's a sweet gig though you've told us some stories uh, Mm. over the years about being loss prevention at zeller's and that's amazing and
2: what that is for anyone who doesn't know what loss prevention is it's plainclothes security yeah Yeah. so basically a security guard without a uniform i
1: would walk around and catch people stealing see it must have been so much better in the pre-social media era where you could like I don't know. You catch somebody stealing something and you can take them in the back and beat the shit out of them. Now it's going <laughs> to be all over fucking YouTube. Can I just say I never roughed up any kids
2: for stealing Pokemon cards? I just need to point that out. No, no. no. Punch him through a phone book. It won't scar.
1: It yeah. won't leave a bruise.
2: Well, if I can give you one little note from that was it was tougher to, to do than you think because you need to see somebody conceal the item with your own eyes. You can't just use a camera. The camera can can be evidence difference to, well, the camera can be evidence to prove it, but you they, back in the day at least they were always able to say, well, "Well you don't know we don't have the original footage, it's on a tape, you know it could be altered, all of that oh, stuff, come so it could be dismissed very easily, so you have to see it with your own eyes, you have to seal the- you have to see the conceal concealment of it, and you have to see them leave the store with it before you could even approach
1: somebody Wow, yeah. So KFC, Taco Bell and Pizza Hut, all owned by Yum Brands, just purchased an Israeli company specifically for this technology. They say with this technology, the day will come soon when you'll be able to order KFC, Taco Bell or Pizza Hut via a text, social media or WhatsApp. Oh, that's dangerous, isn't it, though? I I
2: wish we could. Stick with the times where you're I'm too lazy to go to the drive through.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that what it is? Are we talking deliver here? Like I'd be like, yo Taco Bell you up like that it's kind of
1: delivery or curbside pickup. You'll be able to do i.e I could just text hmm. my local KFC and say I'm coming by to pick up a famous chicken sandwich and it'll be ready right there when I arrive. Oh, okay. All right. You know, we haven't figured out fully the delivery apps yet. I don't know that texting them directly is the right answer. Have you ever ordered something on Uber Eats and it takes them like an hour to confirm your order because nobody's paying attention to that See, tablet?
0: Auto correct will be all over the case of lupus and all the other shit that you got. It's going to like auto correct to something weird. Like this person's ordering a uh, something completely different.
2: <laughs> what
1: do you mean you ordered what? cinnamon? <laughs> <laughs>
0: here's, your, here's your order. I didn't order that. <laughs>
1: i'm wondering how they'll deal with people that like to start a brand new text every time they hit enter you know those people that send 10 oh, text messages yeah. with fries but it's wa-
0: and sour yeah. cream on the side yep don't forget this
1: you're and gonna ruin somebody nappy. yeah you're gonna ruin somebody <laughs> at taco bell's day when you start sending those shitty ones off extra tomatoes yeah actually no regular amount of tomatoes
0: <laughs> of mine. did you get that last text
2: <laughs> Why haven't you responded?
0: The person on the other side of the text, like, fuck this. Like,
1: Stop <laughs> texting. <laughs> it's so true. It's all fun and games, so you get left on red by fucking Pizza Hut. Honest to God. <laughs> they yeah, they won't Honestly, even reply. Like, I don't.
0: What's the massive difference, though, here? I guess, is it easier to just send a text than, say, to go on your Uber Eats and, and click a couple of things?
2: So let me get this straight. This is like an order ahead and go pick up your order, right? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what Uh, we're already doing.
1: Yeah. Similar. It's just, you don't need an app to do it. You can deal directly with the business. Oh, that's too easy. It's too easy, right? Yeah. And you know, people are going to take advantage of it. Like, oh yeah, I want this, this, this fries, this to drink, blah, blah, blah. And what are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Pizza Hut. Can you also stop by Taco Bell? (laughs) (laughs) No. What do you mean? What could go wrong? I'm curious to see how they roll it out. They say it will be sooner than later. Mm. You'll be able to order by text, WhatsApp, uh, Facebook Messenger, Telegram. I'm not even sure what that is. Facebook
0: Messenger? Oh, sweet Jesus. Are you serious?
1: We just lost cat.
0: Oh, come (laughs) on.
2: You send in an order with a gif? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this person just sent me a gif of Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. I'm not, I think they're asking for the family taco meal. All the combos? Yeah. All of them? I think that's the gif that says all the
1: food we have.
0: They're just trying to make it impossible to have a platform where you can't order. Like, is that basically what you're telling us?
1: This is just another option to make it easier. Maybe people do find it easier to WhatsApp in their their KFC order. Maybe they want that conversation with KFC encrypted so nobody knows what a fat fuck they are. Coming soon. Oh, you're going to eat a whole bucket yourself, are you? Okay. In 2022,
2: the new technology from Yum! Brands. Just look at your phone, and they know what you want to eat. (laughs) All they need is a picture
0: of your face. Could you you imagine, like, oh, that guy wants a fucking extra.
2: Oh, you know how they have, like, the facial recognition (laughs) to unlock your phone? It's like... Mmm, this is a man who wants a chalupa. <laughs> I didn't order a chalupa. You want a chalupa. I, I guess I'm so. having a chalupa.
1: You mentioned that on our FM radio show today, Kat. And, and for those who are new listeners, uh, welcome. Kat has never in her life had Taco Bell. What was it you called it this morning? A quesalupa?
0: A quesalupa. And I wasn't. What is that? That's a thing. So I don't, I don't think know. it is.
1: It's a I, cheesy I, chalupa. I,
0: Thank you. So Dave knows, I I thought I made it up in the moment, and then Scott goes, that's not a thing, but apparently a quesalupa is a thing. So describe it. Describe it to us.
2: It's a cheese chalupa. I believe it's like- A cheese chalupa? Like extra cheese on it, in it, made with it, it. wrapped around it. Uh, The sauce is made of cheese.
0: Backing you up for days. Get your quesalupa.
2: (laughs) You ain't going to ship for a week. No, that's all you'll do for a week.
1: Or the the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Um. Okay. So there's so many very very tiny differences between things in in anything that you order at like Taco Bell or any Tex Mex type restaurant. Uh, I don't want to say specifically Mexican food, but you you know what I mean. Like, what would you say is the difference between a burrito and a quesadilla? Uh. Well, it's one folded, is
0: wrapped, and the other's flat. Right. Yeah. I mean, those are the main things. The visuals. They're still
1: folded over, though. Right. That's like saying there's a difference between a regular sandwich and a triple decker sandwich or a club. Well, there is still a sandwich, but there's no. But there is sure. there's an
0: extra layer of bread in there too yeah. in the club.
1: Well, it doesn't materially change the fucking sandwich. It's still a sandwich.
0: It makes it a little. It makes it a little bigger. Like you know, you're having a club. You're just getting your carbs in there.
1: Yes, I'd like a sandwich with extra carbs, please.
0: Extra, extra bread. How can
2: we make this worse? I didn't think the three slices of bread was enough. Can you double that? Make it a double
1: double-decker? Give me six slices of bread? Figure it out.
0: You know what? Put the whole fucking loaf in there. That's yeah. fine.
1: Uh, remember when KFC used to sell bread, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. That bread was fucking incredible. You used to
2: get like a really soft piece of bread. That came just with your bread? combo. Like, was it like
0: cornbread or just nope. bread?
2: Just no, just like regular bread, white bread. Really? Here you go, and it was like soft, and they would put a butter and probably chicken on it. Um, it wasn't butter; it was just butter like chicken grease. Like it was like Coke, <laughs> no. really. It was addictive. <laughs> you could
0: reuse the-, <laughs> the grease.
2: <laughs> you could see through the bread, really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a long enough stare. Oh no! Um, but yes, I do remember that, and I, I remember back in the day when they they didn't have fries, and it was mashed potatoes was uh-huh. your was your side option or one of the salads. Like the the um, cosmic green? Yes, I remember the bright
0: green coleslaw. That (laughs) I def. They still do that, or is it different now? I think they've changed. it. They changed it. it? Yeah, the green was it off putting for people?
1: (laughs) I guess you don't say. I don't like eating things that make me feel like I'm going to change into a ninja turtle. That's actually what they're using to fuel that little helicopter we've got up on Mars right now. They stuck some KFC radioactive coleslaw.
2: That's all you need.
1: <laughs> I used to take that KFC bread, and it was so weird to get a bucket of chicken and a loaf of bread and walk home. <laughs> you I used home. to, I used to dip the bread in the gravy. Oh, I was such a fat bastard. It was awful, <laughs> just awful. Just
2: stick a that's a that's a um, if I recall, I was told that this was a French thing, and because I was in Montreal. Um, that you take a piece of bread, gravy, and ketchup, and you eat that with whatever meal you're eating. That's like ketchup on poutine. It's fucking delicious. Ketchup and gravy together is amazing. Just on a piece of bread, though, and then you just, like, literally cut the bread and eat it with a fork and knife. Oh, with a fork and knife? Yeah. Oh, fancy. It's It's basically like, um... Uh, like any like hot sandwich that has the gravy over top of it. You ever okay. see that? And you kind of, ha- you have to use oh, it? Right. fork I've knife. seen
0: that before. Yeah. Like the open chicken and gravy yes, sandwiches. Yes, exactly right. Whatever the heck yeah. they're called. Yeah, yeah. The name escapes me. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. right. Uh, Dave, you're a smart individual. I like to rely on you for confirmed answers from time to time. Allegedly. Do you know what a cooter is? A cooter. Uh,
2: I, I believe I understand the slang of the word cooter. Yes.
0: What is the slang? Give us another
2: word. Uh, like another word for a cooter? Yes. Well, the slang that I've heard would be
1: uh the vaginal region. There you of go. A, of a woman. He knows. I'd never heard that term before never this heard morning. The term. Really? I was yeah. watching. It's a TikTok video, and it's a woman who was on her honeymoon, and she admitted that she screwed up. So her name is Jennifer, and she said, "Oh, how's my honeymoon going?" She posted a photo of the wine glass that she was drinking on her honeymoon. She was nude. She posted it to Instagram. She did not realize at the time that you could actually see her reflection in the wine glass. Mm, So her post yesterday, I accidentally posted a picture on Instagram of my wine glass. I was naked. Seventy four people saw my cooter. That's seventy four people and my husband's mom. Too many. Cooter is a different word. Where does cooter come from? I don't know why I'm fascinated by that part of the story. We'll get to the rest of it in a second. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the origin is of it. You can't,
2: I don't think we're getting it at a spelling bee. Can I have the origin? What's the language of
1: origin? I don't know. There's so many different things you can call it, though. Like, people were texting oh. us this morning when we did it on our FM radio show.
0: So, I mean, you could look it up. All the different... Can I, would you like me to run down a
2: list? Yeah, I don't want you to, but I know you're going to. So, and
0: uh, side note, boss Dave, I, I did Google different names of vagina. So please back me up. It is work related.
2: Yeah, when I get a phone call today, I be like, hey, we have a question from the IT department. i looking uh, up some
0: weird shit. Yeah, man.
2: Some things have been. Flagged. I'd like to know
1: why Cat Googled meat flap. Like What's going on uh, there?
0: <laughs> the pink or bearded clam.
1: Uh huh.
0: The red wagon. Red Wagon. So listen, this is the backstory. I can give you the backstory for any of the ones that you want. Miranda okay. Lambert sang about <laughs> Red Wagon. Uh, I don't really know why why she called it that. Maybe she's a little irritated at the time. I don't know.
2: This is like robbing childhood memories of sitting in a Red Wagon.
0: This mm-hmm. I've never, this I can't stand. And I can't believe it's actually going to come out of my mouth because I remember hearing it first in, in high school and almost puking when I heard it. But meat curtains.
1: Mm hmm. Meat yeah. curtains. Uh, Who actually fucking calls it that, though?
0: It's this. It's more of like a. I don't. I don't know. I. I. Nobody that I know says that. Re- like as a regular person conversation, like, "Hey, uh, how your meat curtains feeling today?" It doesn't happen.
1: Would anyone just call ever? it a birth cannon, like normal people?
0: A birth, a birth cannon. cannon.
1: Oh my
0: god. Fur burger.
1: <laughs> Ew.
0: The upright wink.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: I, I've I've heard the vertical smile. <laughs> like I've heard that.
0: I'm sorry, that was great. A garage, a muff, fish lips, a taco, camel toe, love button. Uh, I think that's a very specific part of it. I think mm. we all know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Honey pot, beaver. Who hasn't heard beaver?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: French fried dip.
2: <laughs> what? I,
0: I don't know that one. The pink canoe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, let me ask you this. Are these words that are owned by women that that they can say it and it's not offensive? Like, Do you say it to each other? Or are these Um, ones that these are slang that some guy came up with and it's like, oh, I don't want to hear you say that. It could
0: be a little a mix of everything, Mm. honestly, because I've heard this come out of just men's mouths before. And I, I say men like boys basically saying this or men that should be boys kind of thing. Uh, but this isn't really like on a day to day basis you don't hear it maybe the jJ you would the jJ's also on this list. I think we all know and we've heard of someone calling it a jJ. I
2: don't know why I hate that one so much. I don't like
1: the jJ either. Then it was probably Ugh.
0: a woman that made it up. That's probably. probably how you know the cave of wonders uh the hand warmer <laughs> and hippos yawn
2: oh that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> You know why that's awful? That
0: one's intense.
2: The hippo is yawn. All I picture is the big teeth. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> it'll it'll get you. I'm like, well, mm, hungry, hungry hippo, huh?
0: Feel free to DM us, guys, if, there, if there's one that's not on this list, aside oh. from a couple of obvious, very vulgar ones. So I'm like curious, though, See like, you next Tuesday, which I can't even.
1: I yeah, can't. you won't say the two most obvious ones, the see you next Tuesday the or P the pee.
0: Those are the two words I can't. I, re- I bust out the see you next Tuesday when it's a person that is a true see you next Tuesday. And mm. that's the only time I will use that word. And and the P word is reserved only for certain purposes, very particular purposes in the bedroom. Like when that's singing WAP? Or when, or when singing along to Cardi B. Those are the only two times. It's okay.
1: Okay. But so when you and all the other girls are in the locker room, for example, at the gym. There you go. Take us into the women's locker room here. Like, have you ever had another woman say, I'll be right back. I got to go wash my cock socket you know? or something like that.
0: <laughs> vag is what I actually would hear most.
1: Really? Vag, eh?
0: My vag, whatever. No, nobody's blank. ever. Th- Fill in the blank. My vag vag. Hurts or, ah, I have vajagany is what we'll say sometimes at the gym after spin class.
2: Vajagany? Yeah. Never heard that before. On a spin
0: bike is, in particular is where that can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is It just kind of, well, it continuously bumps and bumps and bumps and you're in a little bit of vajagany after the fact. It hurts and it can bruise. It's it's a piece of the human body like anything else. So you can be in vajagany in that way. My God. I know.
1: the whole world I'm not, I'm not privy to at all. Yeah. Oh, Dave, the shit that goes on in a women's locker room is probably jarring for the average man to find out about
2: that's because in the guys
1: locker room we don't do anything we don't look at each other we don't talk to each other it's just head down hopefully nobody sees my dick when i take my towel off and put my pants on that's it i try to climb in the locker to get dressed
0: but wait a second (laughs) you not have the like the ones that just whip it out and let it hang as they walk along like really slowly because in the women's locker room there's a lot of them there's a lot of just naked it's all nakedness. Yeah, and, they'll, and they're and they the ones that will take their time and blow dry their hair naked. And they're putting on their makeup still naked, still not putting the clothes on yet. So, wandering and sauntering around the change room.
2: Yeah, a wander and a saunter is what you got to keep your eyes open for. You don't want anything swinging by your and, head and you don't and, mean and to. look,
0: it's fine. Fu- you know what? It's fine. Oh. Like, that's fine. It's just, it's hard when, and it's happened to me before, when they when they start up a conversation with you. Because then you don't know what to look at. Yeah. And they're like, just talking to you. Oh, I like your, you know, whatever it might be, gym bag, and it's always got to be the bounciest hits you've ever seen in your life. And, hey, your gym bag's really nice. you're like, and you're like thanks, oh, cool. I can't not, don't look you're, at them. Don't
2: look at them. She says to you, oh, that's a wonderful gym bag. Where'd you get it? And you're going, nice vagina. Mm. Nice cooter. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> I can see your bikini biscuit. <laughs> oh i'm looking at a great
2: list too here i what could tell got? i was gonna say please tell me you're looking at a what list you- rather than things that you just have
1: stored in the back of your head scott scott
0: <laughs> what do you got tell the class my friend
1: no you can call it the sausage wallet if you want okay you can call it the uh uh the dick microwave
0: what because it's warm and it
1: shrinks <laughs> When <in there? laughs> dehydrates <Does> it pop <laughs> takes away all of the nutrients There's
0: spillage now and again
1: Here's a good one, Kat. If you need to refer to it and you want something fairly wholesome, simply call it the South Mouth.
0: Oh, I don't want... No, mouth. Keep mouth out of it. It's not a mouth. Don't give my vagina credit for something my mouth does, okay? It's not a fucking mouth.
2: That's when I start picturing, like, Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me, Seymour! And I'm like, oh, no. Please don't talk to me vagina starts talking to me i'm leaving
0: (laughs) okay i gotta tell i gotta tell people you keep you keep that list handy when ariana grande's song it's ariana ariana grande's song 34 35 comes on Mm -hmm. and she talks about keeping it squeaky the look on dave's face
1: every time every
0: time is hilarious he's like Oh, I just think about it squeaking. I don't want to think about it. If it squeaks, I'm fucking out of there. Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: I don't want it to sound like a basketball game is going on. And, you know, guys, shoes are it Sounds like
0: Lowry sneakers against yeah. the floor. I don't want to think I'm about to get dunked on
1: by LeBron if I'm down there.
2: <laughs> good.
1: Oh, oh, You're oh. saying you don't want the anal alternative to squeak. Am I correct in, in saying that? You're Right. I, just <laughs> Squeak doesn't sound like a
2: natural sound to me.
0: What else you got, Scott?
1: Anything good? Uh, what do we got? Uh, uh, birth cannon, we already mentioned. Um, which
0: by the way isn't for everybody, does that feel discri- it's discriminatory for those who've had C sections? Okay,
1: sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's one that calls it the calamari cock ring. Oh,
0: oh what?
1: So I'm looking at stay at <laughs> So that's what's going on on these okay. blogs that I don't read.
0: The calamari <laughs> cock ring.
2: It sounds like you the, know what that is. Filthy. To me, that is a word that shows up in one of those blogs that you have to read in order to get to the recipe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if uh, you're into seafood, here's a, here's a great calamari casserole dish.
1: <laughs> the Erection Connection. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, uh, Then there's all the the regular ones that I think we all remember from school. Gash. Stuff like that. Poon. Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to read any more Poon. of them because even Poon. I'm grossed out at some of these. Poon
0: came out like when, when the people started saying Poon, and then it just, it was Poonani that was Poon, that was Poon thing or Poon Tang. Like it was all kinds of different names. It just came from Poon. <laughs>
1: like, Lawrence of Alabia. I, okay. I appreciate that one. <laughs> at least it's clever, right? That's it. I mean, if you're going to do it, then at least put some thought into it. Mm hmm. Uh, back to the original story, though. Yeah. This girl posted a picture on Instagram. You could see her reflection naked. In the wine glass, and now she's mortified that her now mother-in-law and 74 of her friends saw her. Hang on. This is an opportunity to use one of those words again. Her
0: Her upright wink.
1: It could be an upright wink snatch. Uh. Wolverine. Her erection correction. Did you say Wolverine?
0: Wolverine is one on like here. A new yeah.
1: mul- like Marvel the character. The
0: Wolverine. <laughs> it sounds so scary, man. It's a lovely place to be. You shouldn't be scared of it.
1: I'm a big fan. I don't know why we're changing the name. I I liked it the way it was. Wolverine. I guess I'm a traditionalist in that sense. That's Right.
0: <laughs> good for you. you. Keep on. You keep with that wholesome attitude, yeah. Scott. I like
2: a good hearty handshake and eye contact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
2: Hello. I'm about to go in you now. Pleasure to meet you.
0: I'd like to satisfy you in this moment. You good with that? Great. Shouldn't take long.
1: Are you guys doing anything this weekend?
0: I'm going to name my...
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, new name for the page. I'm going to try to cleanse my palate
1: from this conversation.
0: Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Isn't I don't even
1: want to know what kind of DMs I'm going to get this weekend. Oh, I it? don't even want to fucking Listen, know.
0: guys, say anything you want to say to us, but please don't send us links to videos. I am not going to click on whatever shit you send that's based on what we just talked about.
2: Right, right. Nope. <laughs> it's incredible just how many words we've come up with in order to not say the word that makes us uncomfortable. Right.
0: Which word, though, would you refer to as uncomfortable? Does vagina make you uncomfortable? No,
2: God, no. No, 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 no.
0: Are no. you talking about the P word? Vagina
2: makes me very comfortable. Thank you.
0: Uh, <laughs> Hello, sir. Yeah.
2: Hello. I like to put Good my hands behind my head and relax.
0: I'm the most comfortable around it, let me tell you. That's
2: right. Uh, no, it, it, to me, it feels like we use these slangs so we don't say the word that we are uncomfortable. With. You just said, like, the See You Next Tuesday word, right? Yeah. So would you use a slang word? I mean, that's a slang word, but l- let's say that that was the word. But if you didn't want right. to use it, you would use a slang word. So would you be more comfortable saying cooter uh, as opposed to the other C word? Most
0: of them, gro- most of them gross me out. I'm more yes. comfortable saying vagina, and that's like yeah. the scientific... If, if See You Next Tuesday happened to be the scientific one, it wouldn't be a thing anyway. It wouldn't be so hard-hitting when you say that word, right? Yeah. But vagina, it's a great word. Who doesn't like the word vagina?
1: Have you given serious consideration, though, to Lawrence of Alabia? Because I think that... <laughs> yep.
0: Let me think on it this weekend. That's what I'm going to do this weekend. I'll think on that.
2: I make eye contact with the labius majora. Hello. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs>
1: nice to see you. I'll give you a business card. Next for step next time. will be
2: the labius minora. <laughs> Keep it very clinical.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, take a look this weekend. Maybe it's something will pop out at you yeah, when, grab, when you're my, trying to come up with a new name.
0: I'll, I'll grab my hand mirror. I'll, we'll get back to this on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You examine just to be like, what's this look like?
1: Who does this look you like? You look
0: like a Janine.
1: <laughs> a Janine. <laughs> and you forever now will be known as a fur burger. Here we go.
0: Ew, that one stop. Stop. I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna vomit a case of lupa. Oh, a case of lupa.
2: Uh that's trademarked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit. All the good ideas are gone. Fuck. Come get this case of lupa. Nope.
0: Can't do that. I also
2: think you want to avoid anything that has the word cheese in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Anything that makes your stomach turn after you Mm, eat it.
2: I shouldn't curdle while I'm there. Well, this was an unpleasant visit, wasn't it? (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Janine.
0: Formal. Yeah, that <laughs> is Lou, true. Hello, Janine.
2: Hello, Patricia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pleasure to see you, Guinevere. gonna <laughs> you undo un- your jeans and be like, oh, there's my panty hamster right there. All yeah,
0: right. Oh, God. We were on a good roll with the Janines. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like a lot more comfortable with a Janine than I do <laughs> with a panty hamster. Mount Pleasant, does that work for you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're... Your pie corner. Uh, oh, I'm trying to go through the rest of this list. Why? Make it stop. <laughs> stop Hoo ha! What Wait. was wrong with that no, one? That one was good, is wasn't
0: mine. it? Hoo ha doesn't bug me.
1: Hoo ha is good. It's
2: good. I'd like to, to also apologize to any Guinevere's who are listening right now. Or <laughs> poor, Janine's. Poor
0: Janine's. Like, what the fuck, Janine's guys? Like, Wait, what? <laughs> are you calling me a vagina?
1: <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: hello, Madeline the <laughs> Third.
0: Next, this is fun. Next Friday, let's do balls. I'd like to do balls next.
2: Oh, oh yeah, then That's if you got nice any good names clip right there, Scott. I don't know how you did. I'd like to do balls
1: next. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. If you have any good suggestions for next Friday, send them to at Cat on Air on Instagram. Great. Your account is so getting suspended this weekend. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. I'm reporting it. Like I'm gonna go report it now.
0: <laughs> Dave's already flagged me. Damn it, Dave. <laughs> and
2: preemptively, I'm gonna help you out this weekend by reporting your account. <laughs> You will lose verified status (laughs) immediately. you will be downgraded.
1: Oh, Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, we didn't cover a lot of the content that I wanted to, but we did solve most of the world's COVID problem. I think
0: we've done enough here, Scott. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really, I think what we're summing this up to, and if it's just a sentence, is that uh, drink yourself a glass of wine and let your vagina... Uh, solve the COVID problem and then, <laughs> and then we're done.
0: I, excuse me, doctor. I listened to my, I listened to Janine this weekend. Let me tell you what she had to say.
2: <laughs> Janine's not feeling well today. Jeanine's I'm still stuck well. on vajagany. That's a, that's a, a you never I heard like that one, one eh? I li- no, I like it. I think that's a really well, well yeah. used one. I can't see myself using it in a sentence, but I do appreciate
0: yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can ask see her you her using that ever in been a sentence. In, ask her if she's <laughs> ever been in vajagany before.
2: This is vajagonizing. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do that in in mid coitus like this is for isn't it oh does that not make you hot sorry
0: (laughs) not working for me
1: (laughs) sorry honey i was trying to be relatable again Mm. (laughs) talk dirty to me uh
2: uh, hi (laughs) janine it's a
0: pleasure to see you again you feel great
2: yeah every girl (laughs) will be super turned on by that
0: (laughs) hello (laughs) janine (laughs)
1: all right you bunch of cooters we gotta go thank you thank you for listening to after nine today it is uh the weekend and next week short week yes bring on that easter long weekend to everybody observing passover i know that gets underway tomorrow at sunset happy passover and that's all i got oh by the way anybody who's been fast forwarding through the podcast
2: uh and you've accidentally landed at this point of it we stopped talking about COVID about 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> We've been talking about vaginas ever since. <laughs> so, so you can go ahead and rewind it about 20 minutes and you're good to go. <laughs> Have a good weekend, guys.